Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Analysis, discussion, and the latest around the Broncos as the season continues. It's the Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K Radio on Twitter, where today on the podcast, going to preview the Broncos and Colts. Look, the Broncos, while they have traded away Emmanuel Sanders, and it looks like the white flag is going up on the season, they still have those games. So we're going to talk about who can make a difference, how the Broncos match up with the Indianapolis Colts as they play in Indy this Sunday on a moved up time. And well, should the Broncos even try to win this game? This is a team that of course, trying to rebuild could actually benefit from losses. That's all coming up on the podcast. But first our friends over there at tap 14, 1920 Blake street, just a hop, skip and a jump away from course field, 70 Colorado beers on tap and 100 Colorado distilled spirits. And I tell you what, they got some great menus up there. Oh, you look through it, and it's just a lift, delicious, terrific. A lot of great stuff up there over at Tap 14. And, of course, don't forget, even on colder days, the heated rooftop, by the way, heated rooftop, you should go on over there and check it out. Over there at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street. Of course, good people, good drinks, a great view as well, too, at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street. Just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field. Tap 14 on the web. That's tap14.com, tap14.com. So. Broncos at two and five. Uh, currently, if they were to um, select in the NFL draft, they would pick eighth. This is a team that is still trailing the Chargers, Giants, Jets, Falcons, Redskins, Dolphins, and Cincinnati Bengals at this point when it comes to a draft situation. So, of course, those teams that I named, if you're the Broncos, you're looking for them to win as you want better draft status. But, of course, you are never going to convince players, obviously, to tank a season. That's not how they're wired. This is a team that, uh, look, quite frankly, when you boil down to it, this is a Colts team that is better than the Denver Broncos. Make no mistake. This is a very talented Colts team that right now at 4-2, and two, and I tell you what, Jacoby Brissett is looking very, very strong so far for Indianapolis. Um throwing several touchdowns. He's on pace for 30 plus touchdowns and less than 10 interceptions. Like that's how good of a year Jacoby Brissett has had so far throwing for 1300 yards. And, um, you know, this is a offense that has been catered now more towards throwing the football when it comes to yards per play or actual net yards per game. They are ranked towards the bottom half, but then look, they don't turn the ball over. They don't give it away. They don't allow sacks. They're pretty good on third down, seventh in the uh, league, and in the red zone, they're sixth with a 65% chance of uh, scoring. So, look, this is a Colts team that has a lot of talent, and also they're very good in the time of possession game as well, too. Now they have flaws on defense, certainly, that get exposed, and I think one of them is just natural talent and the idea that, look, they don't have a ton of takeaways, and third down also, they do struggle in getting off the field. So, there are, it is very much a balanced team towards the offensive side uh, as, as the defense has um, struggled this year. The Broncos, on the other hand, very much the complete opposite. Of course, uh, their offense has been just dreadful. This is a team that ranks in the bottom five in just about every possible thing you could think of, from yards per play to points per game. Their points per game sitting at 16 
flat. That's good enough for 29th in the league. Just not very good on third down. Their 29.7% is good enough for 29th in the league. In the red zone, 26. Sacks allowed, 27th. We talked about, uh, well, the offensive line woes and everything like that. And it's just been brutal. A brutal, brutal year. And look, they're going to try to get healthy with Juwan James and try to um, get better at that position. But again, it's kind of one of those lost causes too with the idea that this is a team. The white flag is up with the Emmanuel Sanders trade. Uh, this season is over and they are now looking towards the future in 2020. And I, I think that is where you begin to discuss what the Broncos should be looking at doing is trying to groom these guys who you know will be around for next year. Noah Fant, Deshaun Hamilton, some of the younger players and the idea that, look, this is the reality of what it is in the NFL is that you can't rebuild and win at the same time. You have to do one or the other. You just... When you try to do both, you're stuck in purgatory. Or even worse, you're just not a very good team. And So I think if you're the Denver Broncos, it's time to start to look at the idea of maybe force-feeding Noah Fant the football a little bit more, really working Deshaun Hamilton into the game plan. Maybe there's a little bit of Deontay Spencer and trying to integrate that into what you want to do for the offense moving forward as they've kind of sprinkled him in, but again, now, now it's time to prep and get a little different. Get a little loose with the game plan and change things up. And then, of course, if you're the Denver Broncos, you understand that, look, the Indianapolis Colts don't have a tremendous defense, but certainly um, there, there could be opportunities for you to expose them in that case. Now, of course, the big offensive threat for the Indianapolis Colts is T.Y. Hilton, and then uh, Mac has also been a quality running back so far for the Indianapolis Colts as well, too. That's a guy who's trending towards 1,000 yards as well, too. But getting to Jacoby Brissett, who does have a little bit of mobility and is a strong quarterback who can shake out of things, this is something that Denver needs to be watching for. And then, of course, when the Broncos are on defense, look, continually containing but also getting to the quarterback. And that's kind of been the talk all year long. It's got to get to the quarterback. Is Got to get to, uh, you know, Brissett and knock him off his post, if you will, to look, make him go through multiple reads. Make him uncomfortable in the idea that, hey, he knows that a clock is ticking in his brain and certainly that they're going to have to get rid of the football quickly on offense against a pass rush that, quite frankly, for the Denver Broncos has been fairly non-existent this year. And we talk about Von Miller and how he has had his ups and downs. This is a guy that is making an impact, even though it's not showing on the stat sheet, but it could be a larger impact. Most certainly. And I think that's where, you know, the, the, the fair discussion is, is that look, this guy has been underwhelming, but he has made plays as well too. So make no mistake. There should be some credit given to him, but also in the idea that look, you are the, former Super Bowl MVP, and you are the captain of this defense for a reason. He's got to set a example by leading, and this is a Denver team that just simply has not been able to get to the quarterback lately outside of one game. And so they are uh, going to try to change that against the Indianapolis Colts. And uh, look, if you're the Denver Broncos at 2-5, and five, um, it's funny because you kind of look around the division, and you know I don't know how, how healthy Patrick Mahomes truly is, but... 
you know, again, you talk about the missed opportunities at potentially winning that game against KC, and now all of a sudden you set yourself up in a real good position. Different story now. Uh, certainly a fight for second place in the division is uh, up there. But again, if you were the Denver Broncos, are you going to remember a second place division final uh, division finish in 2019, 10 years ago? Or are you going to remember that you had the top three pick in the NFL draft and you selected a bona fide talent that changed your franchise's future forever? It's just, I think if you're the Denver Broncos, you need to understand This is what we have to do. This is the understanding that we are rebuilding towards 2020, and this is what we have to do to get there and to put ourselves in the best position possible. What those potential things are, we'll talk about that next. So welcome back. Broncos Blitz Podcast presented by our friends over there at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street, just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field. The Broncos, of course, Indy. Coming up this Sunday, uh, we take a look at the overall scope of things when it comes to the Broncos and their draft selection status. Now, there are two teams in the NFL that are very bad, okay, very bad, and that would be Cincinnati and Miami. I think these two teams are going to be very much one-two in some way, shape, or form once we get to the end of the season, and probably I don't know if there's going to be anybody who's going to be worse than Miami. Is that is it just a dreadful situation? Washington is not also um, a, a team that's probably going to win many more games as well as the Jets. do think the Giants, Chargers, and Atlanta, though, could pull out some wins. And then we start to talk about Denver at 2-5, and five, and that's where they're at. You know, look, this is a Denver team that, uh, you know, you kind of expect them to win, what, at least five, six games, and that's going to push them into the somewhere 13 through 15 range. And, you know, I think if you're Denver, you're looking more for a – at least a manageable pick to open the door if you want to trade up. you know. And, and look, again, this is the storyline of the season at this point. We're talking about draft picks from now on because this, this is a season that is over. They have waved the white flag. Um, and we're talking about trading for veterans. We're trading, trading for draft picks and trying to make this team better throughout that process. And while, yes, Indy, Indy is coming up, this is a team that... Um, You know, again, a loss actually now truly benefits them. Now, in order for the Broncos to get the win, in which, you know, that's, of course, what all Broncos fans, I shouldn't say all, but at least all Broncos players and front office want to see, look, they're going to have to do a couple things. And A, they're going to have to play good off. They're going to have to play good, solid, sound offense across the board. Running the football, good quarterback play, don't turn the ball over, okay? Score some points. We know that this offense is capable of being better than what they've been, and particularly against Kansas City. They were dreadful. But there, there is a, a, a better gear for this offense that we've seen before, and you've got to start executing, and I think you've got to start to see a bounce back and a progression from Rich Scangarello because, again, we're talking about a guy who's going to be here next year in Rich Scangarello. You know what? Like it or not. So I want to start to see him experiment and, knock the cobwebs off this year so that next year they are firing on all cylinders. I want to see them force feed the ball to Noah fan. I want to see them get people involved that otherwise they usually have. And a Deontay Spencer, maybe a little bit more of a presence. Deshaun Hamilton, certainly one of them to go along with Noah Fant, you know, and, and try to establish a, a good baseline of what this team is going to start to evaluate moving forward with these young guys. 
you know, the, the veterans that are on this team that will not be on the team next year, those are the ones that you're looking at moving before the trade deadline. And, of course, we've already seen them do that once in Emmanuel Sanders. On defense, this is containing Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett has been a terrific quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts so far this season, a guy who has uh, been very productive in in many ways, shape, or form. And when you're talking about the Colts, you know, I, I think many people think of the Colts as just like this post Peyton Manning era of an offense that is just kind of in a deserted place. And it's not really true. Uh, Nick Sirianni has done a great job when it comes to uh, allowing Jacoby Brissett to flourish and be in a position to really be successful this year. And look, you've got a team that is growing young, uh, first of all, in, in the division hunt already, which is just great. And again, Jacoby Brissett, you know, completing 65% of his passes, but maybe the more bottom line number is the 14 touchdowns and the three picks. That's the bottom line number. He's been very efficient. He's been very effective. And, um, you know, is, is putting his team in position to win games on several opportunities, even in their loss to Oakland. You know, this is a guy who played very, very well through three touchdowns in that game. So look, it's containing Jacoby Brissett. It's understanding that this is a big, big guy. First of all, at 6'4", 238, this is a, a big man in the pocket, but he does have the ability to shred off tackle, almost kind of like a poor man's Ben Roth or, or Ben Roethlisberger that, you know, the arm tackle's not going to do it. This is a guy who can shake one off and uh, continue to keep the eyes downfield and make it happen. And that's what Denver is going to have to do on defense to truly uh, stop this Indianapolis Colts offense. And look, being at home certainly helps for the Colts as well, too. It's going to be a, uh, um, a critical game for Denver in which, look, if you're, if you're the most optimistic and you're thinking of a bounce back, I suppose this is the game where it happens, but hard to think that optimistic when you talk about the last couple of weeks in uh, some of the more disappointing finishes because again, you had everything lined up on a silver platter for you on Thursday night football against the Kansas city chiefs. And you just couldn't take care of business. It's Broncos blitz podcast presented by our friends over there at tap 14, 19, 20 Blake street, just a hop, skip and a jump away from course field, 70 Colorado beers on tap and 100 Colorado distilled spirits. We are all done for the Broncos blitz podcast. Appreciate you tuning in. Of course you can check out more info on the Broncos blitz podcast as uh, we will be, Watching and covering with you on uh, Sunday, Sunday morning, of course, a morning game, 11 o'clock start for the Denver Broncos as uh, the Colts play host to Denver. Denver going to try to pick up their third win of the year or maybe just establish better draft position. It's a, a finicky, bittersweet situation that Denver is in at this point, but certainly I think most people believe this season just about over for them as uh, they're now looking towards 2020 and a full-on rebuild. More info on the Broncos and, of course, the website, milehighsports.com. You can check out the radio show 7 a.m. Monday through Friday, of course, on Mile High Sports. That's locally here at FM 1047 and, of course, 1340 a.m. and at milehighsports.com. If you're a East Coast listener, 9 a.m., of course, streaming live at milehighsports.com. That's milehighsports.com. See you, y'all. To listen to previous versions of the Broncos Blitz podcast, visit milehighsports.com or subscribe to the Broncos Blitz wherever you get your podcast.